that's weird. That's fucking weird. We should probably talk about it. There's a mystery here. I love that your dress kind of matches the candle that we've got going. Ooh. That very like emeraldy green. It's yeah. very nice. I got a lot of jewel tones over here. What were you born in May? No. <laughs> that's not your color. Wow. <laughs> I'm feeling very attacked right now. I don't know why I'm also, so aggro. You're right. <laughs> Wait, what is your August? Is that Peridot? Yeah. Is like a light green? Yeah. Okay. Like grass green or like, you know, a weird thin puke green, if you will. I had a smoothie bowl that color this morning. Ooh. <laughs> it's a very nice light green. Wonderful. <laughs> Just FYI, Christy. You know, it, it makes sense. It is kind of my aesthetic that like light, like the green of a succulent, if you will. Oh, or a cactus. And who doesn't love those things? They're very in right now, so I would say no one. Exactly. No one doesn't love them. Uh, yeah. The, they're, they're very <laughs> yeah, in right they're now. They're very in right now. You heard it here first. Get yourself a succulent. <laughs> As if you don't already have one. If you don't already have one. Come on. Everybody's got their own like succulent windowsill, right? I Now I feel very attacked because <laughs> I do have a succulent windowsill. It's I love it though. I also hate the word succulent though. Why does it need to be called that? Why is it such a shitty, horrible word? It's like it's it's in its that like category of like moist, you know? Ew, yeah. Or like technically it's a good thing, but like please never say it. No. Yeah. Like, oh I like your plant. <laughs> Thanks. I like your plant. <laughs> I love that succulent. It looks very plump and moist. No. And, uh... Why would you say that? <laughs> It's recorded forever. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I hate all of those things. And also, please don't moisten your succulents. They're not supposed to be, like, super watered, super, I think. Super, no, I do it once a week, <laughs> maybe once every other week. Yeah. I actually don't know. I should figure that out. <laughs> a moist succulent is not a healthy no. succulent. No. No. Uh, that's been Plant Talk with Christy. <laughs> Plant Talk. <laughs> Uh, this is That's Weird, by the way. Hi. Yeah, hello. Uh, I'm Ashley. I'm Christy. And we like to talk about weird things. And also plants. Yeah. Sometimes. Really? Mostly weird things. Mostly. But sometimes we go off on tangents. <laughs> Which you know by now, it's episode 52. You've been a while, right? That's right. You've been here a while, I should say. You've been, you've you've, been a while. You've been a while. It's been a while since we've talked to you. <laughs> this isn't your first weird rodeo. <laughs> Apparently it's mine. Probably not even your first uh, weird thing themed podcast. No, you've definitely heard more of those. Oh, <laughs> uh, what can we talk about? We do have a Facebook group that oh, you should yeah. come hang out in. Uh, just look for That's Weird Podcast on Facebook. Or we do have links somewhere. I already forgot. On our Probably. website and yeah. on SoundCloud, I think. If we don't, we'll put them there. Yeah, I mean, you're like, hey, I'm looking for the fucking Facebook group, and then I'll send you the link. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's like, true. Like, if you need help, just let us know. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on we that's weird.org. We're everywhere on the internet. We're everywhere. Like yes. a conspiracy theory that won't go away. Yes. Also, we're on Google Play now, because Ooh. I didn't realize we weren't, and uh, I have an iPhone, so oh, okay. I don't use Google Play. I mean, I, I don't... Does anyone apparently okay i was talking to some people uh 
someone said that they had just started listening to podcasts and I was like, oh, cool. And they have an Android phone. And I was like, well, what do you use to listen? And they said, why am I, why am I telling this story? We're on Google play now is what, (laughs) is how it ends. (laughs) Uh, Congratulations to us. And thank you, Ashley, for doing the most. I try. I try so hard. Um, We have stickers now. Oh God, they're so cool. They're very, very cute. It's our little design that, um, Carly did of it's not that weird that's her like little handle oh yeah that's right um she's amazing so yeah we have stickers and I think I told some people that I was gonna mail them to them and I will I just don't know when but I will (laughs) I don't know when I also don't remember who I told that to exactly uh I'll look into it okay it just might take a while and um I think that's it yeah let's get into it okay don't forget to rate review and subscribe please thanks Okay, goodbye. <laughs> um, so in searching for my topic this week, I found so many interesting, like, I found, well, a bunch of topics that became my topic, and then I found oh. just a fun fact, and then I found something sort of related to my topic, and way better, and I wish I would have done that as my topic. <laughs> <laughs> so I have lots to tell you about. I cannot wait. Um, in my search for something weird, um, oh, I actually did a Twitter poll asking people to help me. I voted in that. What did you vote for? Uh, is I feel like it's cheating to tell you. Oh, well. I voted for Lady Ghost. Good. That's what won. Yeah. Yes. Your options were UFO sighting, Lady Ghosts, and plagues. And I put plagues in there because I found this fun, weird fact, which is when Pope Gregory, what is the, is it 11 where the I is before the X or is that nine? nine nine okay pope gregory the ninth was when he was in power he declared that cats were to be associated with devil worship and he ordered them all to be exterminated in droves oh fuck that guy fuck that guy so much but he got his because soon after uh there were no cats to eat all those little rats yeah, running around. He got eaten by rats. If only. But those little rats spread the bubonic plague and killed hundreds of, like, millions of people. Oh, <laughs> shit. You hear that, cat haters? Because that's what the, you get. That's what you get. Don't. The devil got them. Exactly. You don't ever fuck with cats, especially if you think that they're associated with the devil. Why would you fuck with cats? I, um, I found out... That and it might have been fake in a meme, but there's maybe a patron saint of cats, and oh. Saint Patrick's Day is also her day. Why and don't also we celebrate she's her? Me. And also she's me. Spoiler <laughs> alert! Spoiler alert! Why don't we celebrate her instead? Uh, I don't think as many people with cats want to go out and drink. Understandable. Because why would you leave your house if you have cats? Stay home with your cats and drink. Yeah, yeah makes sense to me. Get a nice entire bottle of wine. <laughs> get a cat on your lap. Yeah. Die there because your cat won't move and you can't get them kick off your lap. So <laughs> I stopped talking correctly. You, you start- know what? Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> you start thinking about cats and like your brain just backfired. I understand. Yeah, it's fair. That okay. happened to me earlier. I don't even remember what I said, but I left out some words that were important. Yeah. So I get it. It's true. Anyway, the joke was that you don't want um, your cat to leave your lap. So you just stayed there forever anyway okay (laughs) um so yeah even though uh i'm not covering a plague story i just wanted to give you a little 
plague fun fact. I love that fact. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm covering the gray ladies. That is my topic for episode 52. Ooh, can I be a... When I get old, I want to be a gray lady. Same. If we're not gray ladies in our next life, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> uh, for some reason, there are many different versions of the gray ladies. Mm. There's all these like different stories of hauntings by gray women. Oh. Um, like the color gray. They and it, They're all gray. Yeah, it differs from either... They're gray or they're wearing a gray dress. They have gray hair, but like they're all considered gray ladies. I like that some of them, they have gray hair. Like it's just literally like an old woman. It's just your grandma. And they're like, oh my God, death itself is haunting me. What is this? It's called a woman who's aged. I know that you're not used to it. Horrifying. Never. You don't see those in TV or movies (laughs) or anything, you know, Mm -hmm. understandable. Uh, anyway, <laughs> here's We're the, like, oh, oh, sad. Um, so there's a lighthouse in Oregon called Hesita Head or Hesita Head. Uh, it was built in 1892 and a gray lady lives on the grounds and she appears to you in a mist. She yes. wants a mist. She once scared a man that had been hired to paint the attic of the lighthouse or the house near the lighthouse. I don't remember. Um, but he was so scared by her that he fled and refused to return until the owners agreed that he could just work on like the outside of the house. <laughs> He's like, look, I'm scared, but I still need money. <laughs> uh And at some point while he was outside, the attic window broke. And so they wanted him to go inside and fix it. And he wouldn't. He like climbed up outside of the house, fixed the window, but would not go inside to clean up the broken glass. He was so scared of this ghost. He cleaned it up from the outside because he would not go in. Well, he he couldn't. Like he just fixed the window and was like, the glass inside, that's your problem. (laughs) Uh, I did my best. Bye. (laughs) And then later that night, the owners heard scraping noises upstairs. And when they investigated the next day, they found all of the glass had been swept into a neat little pile. So the gray lady was up there trying to clean up because she's like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, There's also the gray lady that haunted Rufford Old Hall in England. There's another at Glamis Castle in Scotland. Uh, There's a gray lady that lives in Fort St. Angelo in Malta, uh, as well as a gray lady at Cumberland College in New Zealand. Ooh, being, uh, a, being a gray lady is a thing for everybody. Pretty much. There's one in North Dakota. Uh, my favorite. Oh, well, I don't know why I have another cat story for you. But my favorite <laughs> thing that came from searching gray ladies is a story of a cat named the gray lady who <gasps> is a retired British short hair champion that lives in New York and prefers to be called chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's her nickname. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is the best news. I love that little lady. I love that she prefers to be called chicken. She does. Ashley, that's the cat for you. You love animals that are named other animals. It's true. Oh, boy. Yeah, if I had a cat, I would name it chicken. And she's a ghost. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) Those are all my favorite things. (laughs) Um, I actually found a video called The Legend of the Gray Lady about a particular ghost that haunts the Willard Library which might be the spookiest library ever because it's like a Victorian building (gasps) that's, yeah, it's like, it looks really spooky. They describe it as gothic and it's obviously super old. Um, The librarians believe that their ghost might be Louise Carpenter, the daughter of the library's founder. She had a really shitty husband who gambled away all of their money and left her with his debt. 
and her dad refused to help her pay it off. Um, which, like, how much money does the guy that owns the library make? Like, it's, yeah. What was she expecting? <sighs> um, then, and even when her dad died, he left her nothing because he didn't want <laughs> her to pay that guy's bills. Um, and instead, he just invested all of his assets into the library itself, which led her to sue the library for the money that she wanted. She lost and then died soon after. Hmm. I would say, yeah. Yeah. That bitch is haunting that library yeah. for sure. She's like, fuck it. I don't have a house. I'll live here yeah. forever. Yeah. It makes sense. Like, <laughs> my dad fucking opened this place and he didn't leave me anything else. So now I have to live here. <laughs> it is mine now. <laughs> um, so she makes her presence known by moving books, adjusting lights and turning faucets on and off. The usual yeah. ghost stuff. Fair. Uh, she's also known to put off a musky scent of perfume which musky makes me think it i never associate that word with perfume for some reason yeah <laughs> it sounds like manly yeah whatever and and like uh it sounds like the word that people use when they want to be polite about just like you sweated too much and you smell bad dude but you know musky sure yeah like this dude really smells but i don't want to hurt his feelings like you're a little musky today a little musky when i think of musk i think of like a beaver ew like, like a gross woodland animal that like sprayed you with its butt <laughs> so a skunk but like it doesn't smell as bad as a skunk oh okay that makes sense and it smells more like trees a little bit I feel like beavers probably smell like mildew for some reason. Because they swim all the time. And they're building these dams they hang out in. Yeah. You're probably right. We don't know a lot about these creatures. <laughs> we don't know about a lot. <laughs> we don't know a lot about men and their smells, beavers, skunks, woods. Pretty much anything. Any of that. Mildew, <laughs> even. If you've come to this podcast for facts, <laughs> you are not going to find them. You've knowledge, been mistaken. yeah, absolutely we have knowledge. Not. It is not always correct. No, usually not. Sometimes and it's fake. Most of the time, I'd say, <laughs> made up, found on Wikipedia. <laughs> just deal with it. <laughs> just, just enjoy it for the entertainment value. <laughs> mm. So there have been hundreds of encounters and sightings of this gray lady at the library they've built a whole website dedicated to her with ghost cams so that you can try to spot her it's called willardghost.com um and i'll probably put some photos of her like actual photos in my show notes there's one in particular of her like going up the stairs that's kind of spooky there's like something in that photo and i don't know and it's a gray lady it looks like a gray fucking lady wow it's kind of cool uh, the Grey Lady has also been popular in movies and pop culture. Ghosts referred to as quote-unquote Grey Ladies have shown up in Ghostbusters, The Good Witch, a game series called Thief Deadly Shadows, mm. and the Grey Lady was the ghost of Ravenclaw House in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, yeah. That sounded familiar. Okay. I've yeah. never seen that. but I mean, it's also a book. <laughs> Is she in the book, too? I think so. Okay, cool. Um, Probably more detail in the book because there's room for people to ramble on about ghosts or something. I read it when I was small. When you were just a little one? Yeah, it was fine. It's pretty good. Okay. You're not, do you know what house you're in? Um, probably Hufflepuff. <laughs> you look upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like Ravenclaw because I'm smart or like Slytherin because I'm tricky, but like probably Hufflepuff like I'm great at finding things but I also have I was the one who misplaced them oh 
And I feel like that is pretty much... <laughs> pretty much it you know although it. i'm not that friendly i'm afraid of people so maybe not hmm all i know is i am not the brave one okay <laughs> good to know i feel like someone made me take one of those tests even though i've seen maybe one of the movies i haven't read any of the books and i got slytherin and i was like well that's because my dog's name is snake <laughs> yeah that's true i feel just, like that's accurate to just, be honest yeah i'm just a serpenty kind of gal whatever <laughs> that means very serpentine yeah i mean i was born the year of the snake were you? Yeah. Nice. So that's good. That is good. This is the year of the dog I just remembered. Oh, the year of the doggo. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2018. Hopefully won't suck. Uh, it already is. <laughs> uh, so I looked up the most common colors of ghosts. And while white seems to be the most popular, uh, like that's the color used most often to describe a ghost that someone has seen. Gray is number two. It's second. And when it comes to the gray ladies, the color is either used to describe their dress uh, or their entire being or sometimes their hair. Usually when people see ghosts, they're apparitions. So like kind of misty and see-through mm -hmm. and it's nighttime. So there isn't much light. So yeah, they would appear gray. That makes sense. It does yeah. make sense. Um, and yeah, that's uh, all the information I can find about gray ladies. You probably have a legend of one in your town because they're literally fucking everywhere. <laughs> They're like sea monsters in Canada. <laughs> yes. Every town has its own gray lady. And you get a gray lady. And you, you get, get a gray, gray lady. lady. <laughs> um, and then speaking of lady ghosts, I actually, our friends Lisa and Kate told us a crazy story yesterday and I had to go look it up. Um, so in 1940, the body of a woman was pulled from Lake Crescent in Olympic National Park in Oregon. She was wrapped in blankets and hogtied with heavy rope. She had been strangled and dropped in the lake three years earlier. The woman's face was unrecognizable, but her body had not decomposed. <laughs> Christy's face right now. <laughs> I didn't know about the face part. I hate that. Um, yeah, she wasn't bloated like her body, even though that's usually what happens to mm -hmm. when your body's thrown in water. Uh, mm -hmm. Her flesh was instead hard and waxy. And thanks to the bizarre chemicals in the lake, her flesh had turned into a soap-like substance that could be scooped out like putty. Uh, I hate the like putty thing. Uh, can you That's just, the worst. I just imagine them literally like using a spoon to like scoop out her cheekbone. You know no. what I mean? So Why you do this? Why you say that? I don't know. Oh. That's what happened in my brain. Oh. Um, but that's a process called saponification, which is the conversion of fatty acids into soap. And it's unfortunately more common than you might think. Oh um, and Lake Crescent, where she was found, is particularly cold and deep. It has a reputation of either keeping bodies forever, meaning they are never found, <gasps> or preserving bodies so well that it's eerie when they emerge because so little decomposition has happened. Oh, my gosh. This also um, occurs in Lake Tahoe in Nevada. There was a, like a really famous story about a diver that died down there when they found him he saw all his diving gear on his like helmet and everything and he was perfectly preserved because the water was so cold oh my god it, can you i just if i was the I, person that found that i would be like you'd have a heart attack and I, die i'd <laughs> fucking die down there with him exactly then they'd find me later too <laughs> she died of fright <laughs> this one was perfectly preserved this one i don't know what happened but her eyes are real wide <laughs> she's probably scared she looks scared <sighs> yeah that shit's so scary um, and so the woman that was taken from the lake was Hallie Lathan Illingworth. 
Uh, she was, of course, killed by her husband, as women usually are. She went missing before Christmas in 1937. Um, and this doesn't matter to anyone except for me, but she was born on January 8th. That's my birthday. Oh. So, like, we're birthday twins. Well. Uh, the townspeople of nearby Port Angeles referred to her. Oh, wait. Was this in Washington, not Oregon? I think it might have been in Washington. Fuck. But I can't remember. I might te- have been in Oregon. I technically live in both of those states, so... I'm allowed to get him confused. It's right. <laughs> yeah. That's how that works. That's how that works. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the townspeople of Port Angeles refer to her as the lady of the lake. And isn't that lovely? Name. I know. And they say that she haunts the Lake Crescent La- uh, Lodge. I almost said lounge. Tourists have seen her walking into the lake shore or gliding across the water. Ooh. One person even claims to have seen her out in a rowboat on the water which is exactly what her husband used to take her body to the middle of the lake and dump it in. Of course. There you go. Tons of lady ghost wow. stories. Um, if you were murdered and someone dumped your body, would you rather um, just would you rather just get to like decompose in the forest? Or would you rather be preserved either as soap or just because it's really cold at the bottom of the lake? Or would you rather be a mummy in like a desert? Oh God, I think I choose the lake. I kind of like the lake, but also like deserts are cool, man. No, no, yeah, yeah you hate <laughs> you. You grew up there, though. It's like a novelty for me. I mm-hmm. think, though, being mummy, mummified, mummified, mummified is pretty. That's pretty dope. That's yeah. that's pretty wild. Because then you're, you know, you'll go on for years and years and years, and people can study your body, and you'll look fucking crazy cool. Mm-hmm. I want to I'd, I'd want people to find me and think that I was like an ancient mummy that for some reason was there <laughs> uh, in in the desert and like wonder like what like Native American tribe in the Southwest like left this body here and then find out later that it was a murder and then they solve the case and they catch him. Whoa. Yeah. Wouldn't that make a great yeah. story for our podcast? It would. <laughs> Just make it up. No yeah. one no one checks. <laughs> no, nobody checks. This is a true story. It happened to me. I'm the mummy. <laughs> At the end, you're like, it was me the it whole time. It was me. That mummy's name? Christy. <laughs> it was me. I would read that story. <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, I think uh, I think the lake. Because in the forest... Um, I feel like just really gross shit happens to you in the forest and yeah. like the animals are going to eat you and there's going to be a lot of bugs. Yeah. Otherwise I'd choose that one. But anyway, 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 whatevs. Is it my turn? Mm-hmm. Oh girl, you're going to love this one. <laughs> Yay. Or, or not. I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> It's called uh, The Mormon Will of Howard Hughes. The Mormon Will? Of Howard Hughes. Of Howard Hughes. Of industrialist and billionaire Howard Hughes. That guy. That guy. Portrayed by Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie one time. The Aviator. Yes. Howard Hughes, very rich, very into planes. Uh, He was a billionaire back when people thought millionaire sounded like a lot. (laughs) So extra rich, extra rich. Um, okay, so he he dies on April fifth in nineteen seventy six, and then like three weeks later, a mysterious handwritten will was found on a desk in the headquarters of the Church of the Latter Day Saints in Salt Lake City. Why would it be there? 
I don't know, the, the Mormons had it for safekeeping, I guess. Um, the will, believed to have been written by Hughes in 1968, seemed fishy as fuck. That's what my... <laughs> so, like, uh, it's got a lot of things happening with it. It appointed some guy named Noah Dietrich, who used to work for him, and then left on, like, bad terms in the 50s, and this is the 70s by this time that he's dead yeah what so that's weird that's a weird choice it gives a lot of money to charities some of them make sense some of them are like give a 16th of my fortune to the church of the latter-day saints and a 16th to the boy scouts of america and one of them is just like a 16th of like just straight up like here take this and establish a home for orphans and um so specific yeah just like take this and make a home for orphans some of it goes to two of his ex-wives but in their divorces they already waived the right to his estate so they don't get any of that and they all already agreed on that and like so there's a lot of questionable things the only connection that i could see also he was never a mormon he was never a member of that church he did employ one guy um, who was a Mormon, and that guy kind of helped pick out the rest of the board of directors for a lot of his businesses, and they were all also Mormons, and they got a nickname of the Mormon Mafia. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they were in charge of a lot of money. Um, and it was a guy named um, Frank William Gay, and he was also real into Boy Scouts. Like, he was just a big supporter of Boy Scouts. So I could see um, him kind of being in the inner circle when he died and being like hey you gonna give some money to my church you gonna give money to the boy scouts it'll be great give some money to these charities like i don't know start an orphanage and like um howard hughes i didn't watch the end of the aviator and they probably (laughs) romanticized it but there was a point where he got like so like crazy and he did he i he had something wrong with him where like he would like sit in a hotel room with like a a hotel napkin over his dick and just watch like movies and it was probably because like his whole body hurt so much that it hurt to wear clothes even like maybe he had like gout of his whole body i don't know what was happening with him or if it was psychological or if it was because he was already doing drugs but he basically became a a recluse in uh las vegas near the end of his life and um when he died he was practically unrecognizable he was like weird grungy looking like 90 pounds he had a bunch of track marks he was clearly doing drugs and that was kind of fucking him up as well um and i don't know so i don't know like he had a a lot of stuff going on i could see how somebody in that position could be very manipulatable easy to manipulate yeah totally um especially he was like 70 and like just fucking falling apart and also, like, already had a lot of, like, mental things going on. <laughs> Fuck. I guess I knew literally nothing about him. Yeah. Cause... Yeah, I mean, me too. <laughs> but this, I mean, I'm just, it's interesting to yeah. learn all this stuff about this, like, very famous guy where I knew his name and kind of what he did, but I didn't know anything about how he lived or how he died or wh- whether or not he was Mormon. Like, I had no idea. Yeah. He Well, he wasn't Mormon, and he was really weird. Yeah, this is a... But I don't want to say, like, he was really weird because, like, he legitimately had, like, I think, like, OCD and, like, a bunch of, like, stuff happening with him. So, like, but it was, like, you know, the 50s to the 70s. Like, 
everyone was like, wow, that guy's really weird. I guess <laughs> that voice. <laughs> Nailed I don't know it. what the fuck is going on with him, but he keeps stacking these Kleenex boxes on one side of the room, then moving them to the other and stacking them again and organizing things and getting obsessed with uh, all the small details of the movies he's making. I don't get it. What a weird guy. And like now it's like that guy needs to go to a psychologist and get on definitely some kind of like medication, like deal with these like de- literally, literally debilitating mental issues that he has that right. are not his fault. So I don't want to be like, he was such a weird guy, but uh, he definitely had a lot of shit going on. Um, but he was very rich. And, uh, but the will is still like fucking weird. Uh, because here's the weirdest part. Also named in the will is Melvin Dummer. D-U-M-M-A-R. Uh, he's a gas station attendant from Utah. What? He claims that in 1967, one year before the will was supposedly handwritten by Howard Hughes. Uh, He found a lost and disheveled man on the side of the highway and saved his life. He picked him up, and he drove him to the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas. And that man's name was Howard Hughes, apparently, allegedly, according to this guy. No one else, of course, uh, can... Corroborate that? Corroborate that, because Howard Hughes was a recluse. Um... So it, it what the gas station he worked at was in Utah, like some ways north of Las Vegas. And at the time, Howard Hughes was living in Las Vegas, and he did have like mining interests up near that area. Um, but that is it. Like that's the only thing that corroborates that in any way and links it to it at all. Um, there's like one link that I found from a Mormon newspaper uh, that's like. Well, I mean, he was around that area at the time. I don't know. Maybe. Like, should the Church of the Latter-day Saints have gotten a 16th of his fortune? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> Still no. Still no. Like, uh, like I went to school in Bloomington and I worked at Macy's and um, who's the guy who sang the, the little ditty about Jack and Diane? Little did he, oh, John Cougar Mellencamp? John Cougar Mellencamp lived in Bloomington, and I heard that one time he shopped at Macy's. But I'm not going to claim that I saved his life and he wrote me into his will, am I? No. That's basically what this guy is doing. <laughs> Fuck. That's uh, that's quite the con. Like, yeah. Why would you go that far? Also, um, when I say that the will was found... In a a desk um, in the Church of the Latter-day Saints, what I found after I started digging into it and like got some information on, there's a court case, basically, to decide if this will is legitimate or not. Mm-hmm. So when I started reading about the court case, I found out that um, when they say it's found in the headquarters of that, what they really mean is um, a handwritten will was sealed and addressed to the president of the Latter-day Saints Church, who at the time of the finding the will was already dead. And it was not given to the church. It was given to a man named Levane Forsyth for safekeeping, who was instructed by Howard Hughes to deliver it to Dumar for some reason. What are these names? After his death. What yeah, the- right? Um. Also, the the Levain guy says he uh, he was a secret courier for Howard Hughes for many years, and that's all that can corroborate that. And he was given an 
a letter that was addressed to not the person he was instructed to deliver it to. So basically, the guy who works at a gas station in the area he heard Howard Hughes lived um, comes up with a mysterious will that wasn't addressed to him but was delivered to him who he like and he opened the thing and was like oh wow it's a will and also coincidentally i was named in here must be because i saved his life that one time (laughs) so fishy as fuck yeah what and the jury was like okay well no that's bullshit (laughs) the answer is no no uh this gets weirder and also more related to Seattle. Interesting. So we're done with the will. Um, the jury was like, fuck you. No, that's not true. Uh, another thing to note is it seemed like, so remember the Mormon guy who did work for Howard Hughes that was real into Boy Scouts and was super Mormon? And it, yeah. And, and every time you say real into Boy Scouts, <laughs> I, I get a little concerned. Honestly, I feel like the way I'm saying it, is accurate for the Mormon church. I mean, that's what I, th- I think the first time you said it, I gave you like a look, but I never said anything. <laughs> uh, please don't come after us. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, so that guy and uh, also Howard Hughes' first cousin both stood to get like a lot of money from this like new will. The the Mormon will is what people have called it. Right. Um, and both of them were like, yeah, I don't think that's right. Like, they stood to gain a lot, and they were still like, yeah, I don't think that he did that. Wow, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so so, so some even people, people that normal. were, like, going to gain something from it were like, mm, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think so. Something fishy. So that it makes me think, like, well, clearly it was fake then, because people, otherwise, they'd be like, yeah, no, that sounds right. He told me that before. <laughs> I the person who hangs out with him a lot we were like really close we were like very close so they ended up just uh he he had a a real will somewhere but they couldn't find it uh so they just ended up distributing it through like 22 of his cousins or something i don't think he had kids wow interesting so the first cousin did get something but like he should have i guess so they didn't honor the mormon will no okay good not at all good yeah, they were like, that's fake as shit. Go home. <laughs> so, so let's talk about Levane. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an Alaskan contractor who um, claimed in, in court that his connection to Hughes was as a secret courier for many years and that he had been holding on to that letter, the, the written will, um and was supposed to deliver it to Dumar and he had testified that in court in 1977 and then in 1981 he testified at a different high profile case in Seattle what case was that in 1981 two cannery workers that were like kind of high up in the union and they were um doing a strike got brutally murdered at the union headquarters fuck um, these dudes were Filipino and they were murdered by Filipino gang members. And, uh, so one part of it is like the Filipino gang didn't want a strike to happen with the cannery workers because they would get sent places like Alaska weird because that's where <laughs> I, I almost, um, knocked a chair over. It's fine. 
the suspense. The suspense. <laughs> uh, it, it's weird because they would send cannery workers to Alaska, where Levain is from, uh-huh. uh, to run like a, an underground gambling ring. So they didn't want that to stop. So they didn't want to go on a strike. So the guys who were saying, like, we want better rights, let's strike, got murdered by the gang. And it also turned out later, and this is why it even matters that they're all Filipino, but the um, people who were running the strike also said some negative things about whoever the then president of the Philippines was. And I guess that came out in the court case later to be a factor. So I don't know. Um, but, But so they caught the guys and were like, these guys did it for sure. Like we, people saw them like leaving. Like it was very obvious. <laughs> um, and uh, Sylvain so shows up at the last minute to testify, and he was like, "I saw someone different leaving there. It was not them." Um, and the prosecutor was—I can't remember her name. I didn't write it down, but it was this badass bitch in like 1982, and was like. Um, I'm sorry. Didn't you testify for this shitty, like, bogus Howard Hughes will? And also, why were you even there in that area to see somebody mysteriously leave who wasn't the people that everyone else saw? <laughs> yes, got it. So, um, so obviously that didn't work out for him. No. She basically just accused him of being, like, a publicity hound and was like, why do you keep showing up and saying these weird, bogus things at high-profile court cases? Hmm? weird <laughs> i love the sass hmm? Hmm? i assume she was very sassy i don't know no, that's I, true i love it um so so those guys who killed them got uh convicted good because uh fuck the levain forsyth guy i don't know what his deal is but uh i, I don't know if he's dead by now probably either. it was the 70s and 80s so like he could be real old if he was living that life, <laughs> <laughs> that fake, that false testimony life, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody's going to want him dead for sure. But I thought that was the way I found out about the Howard Hughes will is actually like the Seattle Times was like, hey, like some people are requesting more information on this guy who testified this weird thing for I guess it was like a super high profile case in Seattle Oh, wow. at the time. I had never, ever heard of this. Me either. That's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, so you get a two for one. <laughs> a twofer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That is weird. I never never knew that about Howard Hughes. And uh, I wonder, yeah, I want to know what found, like what happened to that Levain guy. Yeah, I don't know. I think other people do, too, because they're asking the FBI to like release more information about him. Oh, so he's like... That's what I... Either dead or underground, where people can't really get more information about him, necessarily. Yeah, I think so. Wicked. Uh, Yeah. There's not a lot about him anymore. So, maybe he dead. Who knows? (laughs) Maybe he dead. Maybe he dead. Well, he wasn't... He doesn't sound like a very nice person, so I think we're good without him on this earth plane or wherever the fuck we are. True. Also, uh, something else that I just looked up called him an FBI informant. Oh, fuck. He would be working, like, every side possible. Yeah, of course. I just saw it's like, why was an FBI, or FBI informant at the murder scene? Of- Whoa. Yeah. 
maybe I'll do a part two of Levain, but I'm pretty sure that he just probably told the FBI something dumb. Yeah. Just an unsavory character. Yep. That was mine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's neat. I like uh, being forced to learn history. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite part. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. Um, do you have, like, what will you put in your show notes for that? Oh, oh, girl, I got links. <laughs> I got pictures of the people that got murdered. Ooh. I got a, a newspaper clipping uh, that says stuff about the will. Dope. Yeah. All right. Awesome. <laughs> You're like, oh, girl, let me tell you what I got. <laughs> awesome. Well, those will be at uh, that's weird.org per use. Mm hmm. And I guess that's it. That's it. Well, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. That's right. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. Are you fascinated by mysterious legends, the paranormal, or UFOs? Do stories of murder, missing persons, and con men send you down internet rabbit holes? Did you grow up watching the TV show Unsolved Mysteries? Does Robert Stack's voice haunt your nightmares? Then our podcast is for you. I'm Liz. And I'm Samantha. Join us every Wednesday as we discuss the original Robert Stack episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. Follow along with us on Amazon Prime or just tune in for our weekly podcast. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and social media at Perhaps it's you.